Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, from shadow people to hat man, Bigfoot to Loch Ness. I am telling you, I cover it here on this program. So if you want to share, you go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. And I also have linktree forward slash Heidi Hollis. Uh, you know, I swear to you guys, I am never bored. Some of the conversations that I have during the week always get me rolling with fascinating, fascinating insight. And uh, you know what? Today is going to be one of my favorite shows. Well, they are my favorite shows because it's all about your emails. It is the Outlandish Corner. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, that's me taking your emails <laughs> and going through them and trying to find patterns, trying to give some insight, trying to just be, I don't know, 
bring the dark into the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about that? Kind of goes with the name of this program. Um, <laughs> go figure. Go figure. But you know what? <sighs> Never, ever do I have a moment where I'm not grateful and humbled that you guys come to me and, and want to chat. And, you know, I'm just always so just blown away. People will reach out on social media, and I welcome that, by the way. So, at one Heidi Hollis on most social media. And, uh, you know, we just get to chatting on stuff, and I get to connecting. And, you know, I wish some people lived closer, and I'm like, let's just go hang out and have a coffee, because I am a coffee person, let me tell you. Not quite addicted. Okay, hold on. I do drink it every day, but I don't, like, drink it all day long. I don't know what it was, but my dad and stepmom did from the moment they got up to the time that they went to bed. And they didn't have a lick of uh, diabetes or anything like that. And then what did I find out? Well, coffee reduces your chances of getting such things. So there's a lot of good benefits, and I'm just going to keep harping on that. Uh, so anyways, where was I? Today is all about your emails, conversations that I've had with some of the folks out there, and what's on people's minds. Um, you know, I have a, a good friend, I've mentioned several times here on the program, uh, Carolyn Clapper, she's a good friend. And, uh, you know, it's amazing the the stuff that she comes across. She is a really top-notch psychic. Uh, but that just doesn't cover it. It just doesn't. I, it, it, she's not human. Um, the things that she's capable of, I don't know her to have any limits yet. But uh, long story short, she came across a couple of people who have indeed had hat man encounters. And, you know, it's it's uh, amazing to me because more and more people who, like her, might not have always come across the topic are now coming across the topic of hat man, shadow people. And, um, yeah, it's, it's increasing. And it's a warning for myself because I was told these things would increase. Um, you know, I, I was stunned to begin with when I first put word out there about these beings. Um, 1997, when I first started sending my book out to people, um, before it became a book. And, uh, you know, but it was it was complete, you know, just kind of sending it out to the world and, you know, let people have their conversations about it. And, uh, you know, I got my insight from other means. Um, you know, but I also remember before I was born, it sounds weird, I know. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, getting like, taking on this task to put out this warning about these beings, getting some of the finer details. Uh, I did have some help uh, with some beings that uh, claim to, um, well, that I know to be workers of the light or God, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, amazing. But then, of course, the, the big the big one is having had uh, the encounter with Jesus that I was a skeptic of. In fact, I just did a show about that. Um, <laughs> I was a skeptic of, uh, you know, him showing up the way that people claim he does, you know, and everything from the bottom of their shoe to a piece of toast, uh, that kind of stuff. So I was a skeptic of those types of things. So in, in he asked me, you know, um, to finish writing my first book, The Secret War, that gave the warning about shadow people and hat man and uh, what was going on. So anyways, get back where I was at. <laughs> the warning about these beings being present and uh, didn't know 
how widespread it already was. When I first went on Coast to Coast AM so many years ago in 2001, how was it? 2001. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, started, started chatting about this. And uh, whew, the influx of emails in the thousands in the first night, thousands, thousands. And, uh, and I was told it's going to be overwhelming at one point. Well, I was already overwhelmed with the first night. So to have people now today who, you know, have been psychics for a long time or something or working in these areas and never came across the, these beings, they are infiltrating every element out there. And um, it was to send me a warning um, when I would start hearing it at these levels. And um Whew, you guys, you have no idea where this is going. Um, I hope soon to be able to talk about this uh, as I get more comfortable with it myself. Um, levels that I'm just, uh, whew, just, just so deep, just so very deep. And uh, you'll understand when the time comes. So yeah, you guys, be on your P's and Q's because there's some big baddies growing in numbers and going into arenas that... Um, wasn't quite happening before and uh, should send chills down everybody's spine. Uh, but anyways, you know, I also wanted to talk to you guys about something here. Um, so I just did a program uh, across the pond and uh, <laughs> discussing so many elements, right, of uh, shadow people, hat man. And I often have that be the case where it's like, we want to dive into the spooky stuff. We don't want to talk about anything else, but you know, and uh, it's so funny. I, why I bring up uh, this program that I'm not naming um, <laughs> is, uh, is because, you know, when I first put out my book on the Jesus topic or my encounters that I had with Jesus, because I have more than one, uh, you know, a skeptic person <laughs> talking about, I just had to be painfully honest that it happened, okay? And um, I, I was still on this whole, oh, let's let's have this Heidi Hollis come on our show and talk about Shadow People Hat Man. And I'm like, but I just put out a new book on Jesus. And they're like, eh, you know, no, we don't want to talk about that. I'm like, you know what? I got wise to it. And I said, you know what? We're going to talk about the Jesus book and the encounters, and then we'll go into Hatman Shadow People. And it's like, if you want me, you got to hear about that. Because how do you combat the darkness? Why are people so afraid of the light? I don't know. Or God or Jesus or to say they're Christian. I have no idea. I have no idea. And again, not a Bible thumper here. Realistic. Uh, and my understandings of a lot of different elements that... Uh, I had hoped to find answers to at one point <laughs> with, uh, you know, why on earth having the spectrum of experiences that I've had. I mean, I just, you know, it, it's just gotten to be, um, you know, a fascinating journey and uh, finding some answers here and there. And uh, yeah, so so anyways, yeah, I had to share that uh, this program I just did, <laughs> they actually asked about the Jesus encounters. What a relief. <laughs> so I didn't have to, you know, put it in there and say, hey, and don't forget, this is how you defeat the dark. And uh, 
it was nice. It was kind of like a nice switch. You know, every once in a while I get surprised. Uh, a, a host of a show will, will go there before I do. And uh, it was nice. It was nice. So I have to say, um, maybe we're turning a corner out there. People realizing it, there's an overwhelming amount of darkness out there. An overwhelming amount. And uh, <laughs> I think there's enough people wanting to go and sit in a graveyard and do some gravestone rubbings, you know, um, with, uh, you know, paper. And they sit there with a piece of lead and they just like do rubbings on the headstones and make it into artwork. <laughs> it's like there's such a oh, what is that? There is such um, a drive for people to want to know about that part of this world such a drive and i think part of it is this is my hypothesis why that is is because it's uncontrolled there there's no there's no limit right like uh, religion has a certain pattern a certain thing a certain way that we go about stuff right and we're we're familiar it's like oh we go and tap into that book if you want all the answers you know and uh but when it comes to the paranormal or supernatural yeah the sky's the limit and so it's really, really attractive to kids, to teenagers, uh, to adults that are just like wondering what the meaning of life is. And uh, I get it. I do. But please know that there are rules to that arena. <laughs> you should take heed, take warning, because um, I had uh, a researcher get a hold of me uh, this past week who was like, well, I'm new to the field and I'm trying to learn, but you know what? This person told me that they've seen this guy in a hat. And when I Googled it, it doesn't sound really good. I'm afraid to go and dive into this one. What can you tell me about this, this subject matter? I'm like, oh no. <laughs> to be a brand new researcher stepping out into the paranormal world and the big baddie is the first one you're going up against? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, so... um gave the the lowdown uh briefly and a method of protecting themselves and, and you know emailed over the blessing but uh wow you know good insight for this person to be like i'm not planning on bringing something home i've got kids <laughs> so uh yeah you guys that are diving into these things be careful be leery oh i'm excited I think i'm just gonna grab some random emails and we're gonna dive on in after this break because it is the outlandish corner or the dark becomes light corner i don't know what we're calling it i'm still going with outlandish i guess um <laughs> all right you guys you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iHeartRadio radio a coast to coast am paranormal podcast network Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million? Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) As mentioned, today it is all about your emails, but before we get into that, I have to tell you guys, don't forget to check out my comic strip, theoutlanderscomic.com, and also follow it on Instagram at theoutlanderscomic. And uh, don't forget also, send me your messages. I do take the stories on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them are at one. Heidi Hollis, including TikTok. Um, <laughs> I gotta get my presence going more on the TikTok. That is a different kind of beast. Um, <laughs> I'm not as active on there, but uh, I see a future very bright going in that direction. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna. Um, I'm going. I'm checking. I'm grabbing. I'm taking emails. Uh, where are we at? And when you write me your emails, please. 
please, please just tell me, tell me what's going on. I, I swear I get several a week that say, I've got the best story ever. But ask me if you want more of it. <laughs> it's like more of it. You didn't even start. <laughs> just send it on over. Uh, it just amazes me. I'm like, what? I, I don't understand that. Tell me all the details. And if you have photos, if you have drawings, send them to Heidi Hollis at gmail.com. Okay. All right. This is the first one I just pulled. This one says, dear Heidi, that's me. Um, so when I sleep at night, ever since I was a kid, I cast out demons. Hmm. I haven't done it for a while. It's been like six months until last night. Okay, so hold on. I'm trying to think. Casting out demons. It's kind of like uh, saying, hey, you, get out of that person. Or, hey, you, get out of the room. Or, get out of the house, right? Not quite an exorcism, but like a little demon snatching type of exorcism. I don't know. But when people say cast out I think of these movies where somebody's standing there going, you get out right now. You shall not pass or something. Okay. So that's my imagery in my head. So, all right. Uh, We're all caught up now until last night. Okay. Five demons cast back into Hades. Really? One of them was my own that had been tormenting me. Hmm. I'm going to pause on that too. Um, you know, I know a lot of folks that are uh, pretty, pretty much in the psychic world of things, and they have a hard time reading themselves. Um, just, I don't know, it just seems to be like an odd, uh, I don't know, sort of weird, unknown or unnamed rule in the universe. It's like, can't get lottery tickets, can't say what your future is going to be. I mean, but they could do it for everybody else. I mean, that just seems like a a cruel joke, but, um, so you're saying that you're able to do this for yourself. Okay. That's different. I woke up shaken and slightly afraid at 513 AM. Hmm. It was a fight. I feel exhausted. Oh, I know those types of dreams, (laughs) but that's normal after nights like this. Normally I am casting out demons from within other people or just lurking around. Okay. Okay, so are you trying to tell me? Okay, okay, I, I gotta read more. I gotta, I just, I'm just, I'm just feeling out what you're saying here. Okay, but the one for me, I have rejected and was able to cast it out myself. I had asked God to take it from me. Ah, there you go. God did it. Um, (laughs) I had to put some work into the cast to cast it out. Though it looks. Huh? Okay. I don't know what that means. So I was able to cast out the demon. And that was something else. The other four were not with me. One was in a doll. One in a person, and two were just lurking around in the shadows. I'm glad you have your show. (laughs) You help me feel normal. (laughs) And uh, their nickname, uh, they put Shorty in there. Hey, Shorty, what's going on? (laughs) You know, I'm okay. It's something that you were saying here. You didn't put a lot of detail, but I'm so I have to make assumptions when people don't. Um, 
you woke up at 5.13 a.m. because you, you felt you were battling. Something was trying to take you down, take you over. I know those battles. I know those battles. And um, whew, um, I have learned a lot in regards to um, something. It, you know, the, the oldest uh, form of Christianity are the Catholics, of course. And um, I had never really looked much into them at all, except for what you see in the movies. And... Um, Everybody saw the movie The Nun, right? <laughs> okay. But I really haven't. I really just don't. Um, it's just, it's it's so amazing to me because I have, uh, it's like a whole mystery. It's it's a whole supernatural mystery that I feel like, uh, wow, why hadn't I ever thought to look that direction? I, I know why. I mean, I just, uh, I had my nose down working on things and trying to help as many people as I could. So... Um, always stopping to research. Some people get into details and memorize things and, and uh, able to say who said what way back when and what page of a book. And I, I'm just not that person. I'm terrible with that type of thing. Uh, I can't keep names in my head. And I, you know, I figure that is uh, all done for a reason. You know, everybody is perfect in their own way, right? <laughs> and we have people that are good with numbers. I suck at numbers. Um and I just accepted it. I used to grow so frustrated when I see the talents of others that I'd go see a friend I haven't seen in years. And I'm like, hey, Heidi, oh, gosh, do you remember? And, you know, 2012, and you were wearing that one outfit on a Thursday? What? What? Who can do that? I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Um, so anyways, I accepted that I, I can't do that. Um, but where was I? <laughs> Um, but so you're, uh, you're talking about, okay, okay, I'm back to the email. You're talking about how you felt exhausted from fighting. Okay, so learning from Catholics and, and trying to study up on it, um, and, and also have, you know, people just tell me, because uh, I had these types of battles. I had these kind of late night, I know I was fighting for my life or for somebody else, and uh, it often did involve something demonic. It often did. Uh, just, you feel like you ran a marathon. You feel like you're about to die, um, for sure. And somebody told me that is called the dark night of the soul to have these types of battles like that. I believe that's the title of it. It's very Catholic and, um, it's exhausting. Now, and you're, you're saying, you know, casting out demons from other people that are, that are inside other people, and I'm assuming in these types of dreams, right? I have had so much of that, so much of that, and or just trying to help people out in different ways. And um, it got really strange while I was in college, especially. Um, some of those people found me and would send me emails. And at the time, you know, I wasn't known, known. I had a website, UFO, the number two, the letter U.com, uh, still up. And I, I had that group that online there. And, um, you know, a lot of people didn't have UFO websites and they'd come across my site and, and say, holy smokes, who are you? I had a dream about you. How are you real? You helped me see my life. Do you remember? Here's my photo. And they'd send that to me. And I'm like, oh, well, they do look familiar. And I didn't know what this was. 
um, sometimes I'm like, you know, how'd you find me? How'd you find me? And it sometimes it was happenstance. Other times uh, they were told my name in the dream. So-called dream. Uh, I found this to be also something very Catholic. I didn't know this name or word. Uh, bilocating. So bilocating where people were able to see me and know. And I knew that I was there too. So I don't know if that's exactly what you're doing here. But it's kind of leaning in that direction there, Shorty. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it, it's fascinating. It is. It's fascinating. And, and I think that, uh, you know, we are our brothers and sisters keeper, right? And if we have a, a an ability to be able to do something like that, why not make use of it? You know? And if we could feel it, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, when, when I'm sleeping at night, oh, uh, it doesn't happen as much anymore because I clear my space. But back in the day, uh, I would be right up when I feel something come in the room. And I'm like, it was it's just so weird. It's like uh, my my heart would start racing and, and you get that adrenaline rush. But I'm sound asleep and I'm like, why is my heart racing? You know, and I get this rush and I open my eyes and there's something in the room. And uh it's like a warning, a warning system to myself, you know, wake up, Heidi, <laughs> something's here that you need to swing at. Well, throw some prayer at. Um, <laughs> so it, it was, uh, it was wild. So you're, you're saying that you're having these types of experiences and it's amazing. I'm glad to know that, that you're out there, Shorty, doing some work, doing some leg work that uh, definitely needs to be done because there's a whole slew of them out there. And uh, something attached to you, I'm glad that you it got that, that shoe and, and put it up its backside and sent it on its way. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of cool. And you know what? Items. You talk about a doll being haunted. Man, that is such a pattern. I never liked dolls. I never. As a kid, they creeped me out. I was really freaked out around dolls. And uh, I, I just, uh, no thank you. I was all into my stuffed animals. I was good with that, but don't give me one of those things that look like they're staring at me in the room. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I just, um, I, I think that it's, it's awesome what you're doing. And I hope that, uh, you know, anybody else that is experiencing something like this, th those nights are so exhausting. You wake up like you ran a marathon. And then you got to go about your day. And I'm like, I was working last night. It, it's, I know that feeling. But um, you guys, we're going to get to our next break because I've got some more emails. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me... Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Today it is all about your emails. The Outlandish Corner, Dark Becomes Light Corner, I don't know, but um, that's what we're doing. Don't forget to go and check out HeidiHollis.com or shadowfolks.com for those of you who do not know how to spell my name uh, <laughs> and tell me your stories tell me what's on your mind tell me how you feel about even a nightmare because those tell a lot of info we have whole chapters in the bible written on dreams visions why do we have them i think they give us hints i think we have those exactly for hints to let us know we're on the right path or where we're going Or, like the last email, 
you might indeed be somebody that's gifted in helping other people. Uh, <laughs> it's something that, you know, I used to think, gosh, wow, that person looks so real in my dream and I helped them get out of this situation and all oh, of that. And, and then to have them reach out and say, hey, you helped me get out of this situation. What? We are magical people on this planet. Give yourself some credit because I don't know and I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to talk about it and I want to get you guys talking about these things too. Sitting there in our little corners of the universe going, oh no, I don't want to be looked at strange. So what? I think it's more embarrassing when I've fallen on my face on ice or something. Um, <laughs> this is like, yeah, have a laugh, but man, I hope you never experience this stuff. Uh, we don't have to talk about these things where we're all depressed and freaked out. We can talk about it like you do in any other tone. I mean, I'm, I am always accused of being just too darn positive talking about this dark stuff. But you know what? People get more comfortable talking about it around me because of that. I'm not there to freak people out. I'm there to educate and help if I can. All right, we're going to the next email. <laughs> this one says, hello, Heidi. That's me. Um, <laughs> I am 61 years old, and I work as a local government city administrator. Oh, that's cool. I experienced the hat man when I was about four years old. Oof. Oh, boy. Now, where is this one going? I have had some of these young, young, like, reports and how it sticks with a person. It, it blows my mind. Okay. I never said anything about it until I was probably in my teens. And my parents simply said it was my imagination. <laughs> they would have said that anyhow. <laughs> Four years old? You kidding me? Then, a few years ago... I was listening to Coast to Coast AM. Ah, and heard you talk about the hat man. Hmm. Well, I really freaked out and couldn't believe what I was hearing. You know, guys, so many times um, people think, oh, you're spreading this and people are imagining that they saw, they saw it or they're going to anticipate seeing it. And this is how it's spreading. No, no. No, it's usually an email like this. They experienced it already and they thought they were alone. So there's knowledge and strength with that knowledge. And in numbers, the, these, these things have already been causing the damage. They have been already out there. I think it could shake people sometimes more when they realize it was real. It wasn't my imagination. And holy smokes, there's a ton of others out there. So, all right, continuing. So you say, I really freaked, freaked out and couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was so emotionally overwhelmed. I barely slept for a week and immediately purchased your book, The Hat Man. I have two books by that name, by the way. Um, wow. I, I'm sorry that you lost sleep. I, I know, I could shake a person. Now that I know this is experienced by so many people across the world, it never leaves my mind. Hmm, I was just talking about that. It's interesting. In summary, my experience went like this. I would walk into my bedroom and close the door about three quarters of the way closed. 
the hat man would be behind the door. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a nightmare. The hat man would be behind the door, and I could see his mouth with many sharp teeth. Oh, 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 I got chills. Oh, where are my chills? They're on They're on the backs of my arms and the tops of my legs. That's so weird where the chills hit. They could be so specific. Um, I got to tell you guys, the, the teeth that he's talking about, if you go to uh, my Instagram, one Heidi Hollis, put a one in front of my name, you'll see the teeth because uh, <laughs> it, it's a common common uh, description is what I get of what these teeth look like. And, and I kind of captured it a couple of weeks ago. I posted that. Uh, so check it out um, if you <laughs> if you want. Um, okay. Whew. So, and I could see his mouth with many sharp teeth and he would be laughing, but I couldn't hear him. Oh, thank God for a favor. It was strange. I remember his face as a whole, but not specifics other than his teeth and silent laughter. Do you see? Do you, do you guys feel how dark and dirty this thing is? This is a four-year-old. And this evil piece of junk knows he's terrifying this little kid. Who wants to, even if it's like your kid brother hiding behind the door, the, the stutter of shock that hits a person not expecting that, and then you see something that looks like Venom, you know, the Marvel character, um, <laughs> standing behind the door with these most horrific teeth. They're not shark teeth, by the way. They're very thin, crowded, and pointy. Shark teeth might be a break. <laughs> and then to be laughing at, at your expense as a four-year-old. As a four-year-old. Let that sink in. Look at your four-year-old. Imagine somebody taking pleasure of your four-year-old's terror. I just, um, yeah, it just, really, it angers me. I, I get boiling angry at this stuff. All right. Oh, breathe, Heidi. Okay, so it was strange. Okay, got it. Then what happened was he began to tickle me to the point of me feeling tortured. What? And he would not stop for what seemed to last about 10 minutes. Okay, back up. What? I, oh, you know, I tend to call Hatman a perv. Any, anything that looks like a man grabbing on your child and tickling him? What is that? What is that? That's, that's just wrong on so many different levels, but to be this hideous creature? No. Whew. That same experience, oh no, happened night after night. Come on now. Every night? I can't imagine. It never happened to me after that period of about four years. So it started at four years old and it went for four years? Is that what I'm getting here? 
every night? <sighs> Do I dare to speculate right here? I'm, I'm going to speculate. I, I'm going to speculate because, um, okay. So when, when, uh, when he comes every night, he really wants that person, right? That's a four-year-old though. How powerful of a four-year-old that Hatman had to keep impressing, leaving his impression upon him for all those years, it sounds like, on a four-year-old. I wonder what kind of light you've been shining in your life because uh, he really put some time in there. He didn't send a minion either. He sent himself directly to you. That's wild. Okay. All right. So uh, continuing, where was I? The same experience happened night after night. It never happened to me after that period of about four years, but the memory lives in my head every day and still eats away at me, wondering what could it have been. You see that? You see that? I, I've had so many people say I experienced him once and it burns in their mind forever and how it ruined their life. And here we got one, but he had quite a... Um, a, a round of years nightly visits with him. I can't even fathom what you went through. That's horrible. Whew, I'm burning up because this is a kid. This is a kid. All right. Um, when I would see him behind the door waiting for me, I recall he was tall. His head would be above the door and he wore the top hat with a long coat which is typical of his looks. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, when people uh, describe him wearing the top hat, he'll have a cape. So he mixed it up for you. Mm. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. But um, you guys understand that height, okay? Pretty darn tall. I don't see how he could hide behind the door. He's taller than the door. That's ugh, it's so disturbing. I just... Um, mm. Whew, I don't feel I could unload this inner feeling and fear until I talk with someone who has actually experienced the hat man. Mm-hmm, I understand. You know what? And and just just to put this there uh, on my on Facebook, I have a Facebook group called Shadow People and Hat Man Experiencer. And there you can chat. It is a, I have a chat at the bottom of it um, that you could join in and chat anytime with the people as well as posting. Um, but there's more to this email I have to go through. I'm just dissecting it because it just got me so ticked. Um, all right, you guys, uh, we're going to come back after the break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network it is all about your emails today and i have a doozy here that has ticked me right off because it involves hat man coming after a four-year-old very perverted and um yeah just just violating every kind of element of innocence that you can imagine because there was no escape nightly nightly for years from what it it sounds like i I just oh okay breathe heidi all right um okay uh continuing continuing um 
This person says, uh, I'm hoping to have a short talk with you on the phone or email. Even as I write this, I don't feel I am capturing the extreme fear I felt through this ordeal. And, and, and you guys that think Hatman is a guardian or you saw that rumor out there. I don't think this four-year-old was amused being tickled to the point of torture. I have to confess something, though, however. I have uh, <laughs> I have tickled my sister when I was a kid to that point. Um, but that's what big sisters are made for, right? Um, so anyways, but <laughs> not this thing. Not this thing. This is, this is horrific. This is, you know, beyond stranger danger. This is demon danger. Um, <laughs> the devil, quite literally. I don't I don't understand how it was never brought up if this was something that you were dealing with. And your parents had to hear you laughing. Did you laugh? Or were you strangely silent as well? Huh, that's an element I wonder. Um, so if you, when you hear this, I hope that you get a hold of me and give me more details in regards to that. Uh, what was your thought? Did he threaten you to not speak? I wonder. All right. Um, okay. Continuing, I emailed you a few years back and never heard from you, and I understand how many requests like this you receive, but if possible, even a few-minute conversation would be so helpful for me in order to come to terms with what I experienced. Thank you, Byron. Oh, oh, Byron. I will, um, you know, I, I, I invite people to reach out to me, truly, especially um, through uh, Facebook or Instagram. And I will call you on there. I will. I, I try not to call through my phone, of course, because, uh, you know, trying to keep my number. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will chat with people, not chat, but speak, literally. Um, so I'll write you an email back to let you know that and to just, you know, connect with me and, and we'll chat. So I get it. I get it. I've been down that road where it's like you're so alone and people don't get it. And it's it's frustrating. It tears at your soul a bit, you know? You just fought for your life, you feel. And for so many nights, are you kidding me? And to have no one to talk to? I get it. I get it. But I again, I, I welcome you to go to uh, my Facebook group shadow people and hat man experiencer because um there are a lot of good people on there who feel what you feel and uh, you shouldn't be alone in this and when that reality hits people when they know what they know get your dukes up meaning your fists and be ready because there's a lot of people who don't think it's real who don't believe it's happening you felt that threat it wasn't a warm and fuzzy feeling. It's nothing you'd want to conjure for yourself. And yet, there's some idiots doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said idiots. <laughs> so, Byron, um, I want to thank you so much for contacting me. I will write you back and uh, let you know. You could you can connect. We could talk. That's fine. Um, yeah, but, you know, again, I don't have all the answers. I know what I know. Um and it comes, uh, you know, from a, a high place. <laughs> Not that I'm the high place. No, uh, I had a, a an encounter with Jesus who asked me to do some things. And um, then I had other beings that were uh, in my life that 
gave further information on things. Um, it's it's a story, let me tell you. Um, I put most of it in the Secret War book that I plan to get back into print because I sure do get a lot of requests for it. It is as an ebook only on Amazon, uh, but people want that hard print, so I am going to do it. All right, so last email. It's really short. <laughs> this one says, Dear Heidi, over the past year, our military is admitting to the existence of unidentified flying objects that are defying physics as we humans understand it. This is very true. More and more people are now revealing their struggle with shadow people. That is also very true. I won't call my experience a, quote, shadow person anymore, because I now know that this entity is here to teach me and guide me? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> it is not evil. Though for years I lived in fear of it. I hate to think that there are others out there that are being invited to their higher being. But since they are responding out of fear, they are pushing their true path away. Oh lordy. We are now entering a new age of learning. Reach out to me. Karen. Um, well, <laughs> we will always get these types that uh, feel like not my shadow person, not my abducting alien. I appreciate you, Karen, giving your two cents because you feel that you're trying to help. Um, but did you just hear that last bit, that last email? Should a four-year-old have had to deal with that? Was that okay? Because you've communed with yours does not mean blanket Blanket the whole conversation to be like, we just have to commune and we're going into a higher level. There are people who have had paths in the past life with these beings. So they feel connected. Same with aliens, good or bad. They feel that there is something that is uh, kin to them. And they just feel like, oh, wow, I have met a different part of myself. Like I knew them before here. Now, that is also something I addressed in my book, The Secret War, because I couldn't understand how these types of things would have access to people and children even. And I was told that some of the people who are here in a past life were one of these beings, uh, a gray or a shadow being uh, kind of connected type of thing, or controlled, I should say more controlled by the shadow beings, right? And uh, so they are used to come into this lifetime and be accessed and controlled. Is that a higher calling? Because it's a part of your past? I would not encourage others to feel as you are right now. Because it is not okay. All right? I don't think that this person, if you listen to the, the hearts of, it's up to millions now, guys. I've been talking about this for a couple, more than a couple decades. And uh, millions have heard me talk about this. Thousands have responded to me personally. And it's not okay. You know, it's just like saying almost, uh, you know, force a religion down somebody's throat. Believe as I do, because I know the way. My experience is when I close my eyes and reach out to them, it's all good and wonderful. Though I was terrorized for many years. Well, why didn't they lay off from you then? 
If they knew you were scared and not receptive, why didn't they take the hint? But they kept coming and coming and coming. Because it was for your own good? I used to think that with these abducting aliens, you know, they were making you forget what they did to you because they were trying to be kind. But when people started remembering what they were doing to people, to themselves, it was not great. And people did what they had to do to survive it and make it be okay. Let their guard down. Uh, make it in their mind feel special. This is why I had this horrible experience for years and went on to my children. But I can't knock people for what they believe to be true for themselves. Just, you know, respect when others are like, look, I'm, I have suffered. And, you know, you're a very small minority of people who feel like, well, because I, I lit the candles and I called it on to myself and communed with it, it's all good now. But before that, it was bad until I let my guard down and let them have at me. Yeah, think about that perspective. So they had at you and now you're okay because they're not threatening anymore because you succumbed to it. You, you are there with them now. It's a part of you. So a new age of quote learning. Now the good guys, the more positive beings are like, it's not really about learning. It's about remembering because it's in our soul. It's imprinted to know where we're going because we have lifetimes behind us that have brought us to this point. So to be reprogrammed because I let my guard down with something, I don't think so. It just doesn't feel right. So, but again, appreciate your perspective, but um, I'm going <laughs> to rely upon the higher power that uh, asked me to put this information out a certain way which is what I aim to do steadfast for now until eternity. How about that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, but you know what? I, I, hey, I appreciate people's different perspectives, but because it gives uh, insight for people who might come up, up to somebody that says, oh, it's all good. Set your guard down, you know, and just let them <laughs> do whatever they want. I, I don't know. Uh, so, you guys, we've come to the bottom of another program. I can't believe it. That went fast. Whew. Don't forget to go to shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com and uh, tell me your stories. Tell me what's going on out there. Tell me what you have heard, how you feel, and uh, even if your perspective is different. And I mean near-death experiences, angel encounters, miracles, healings, all of the good positive stuff, too. I love that stuff. I have books on that stuff I, I, that I write. So, um, yeah. So, don't hesitate, okay? And also, follow me on social media at one, put a one in front of my name, Heidi Hollis, for TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and go to my YouTube channel, which is Heidi Hollis, and uh, yeah, my link tree that has everything, it is linktr.ee forward slash Heidi Hollis. Huh, this is fun. All right, well, you guys... You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 